is up, Thotties? What is up, guys? Kelsey and Mossy here with Stable But Not Podcast. Um, I'm living life because I feel like I just hit a new Guinness World Record that I just did. <laughs> I love Black Cherry Noons. We're drinking Black Cherry Nooners. After um, our mimosas. The vodka ones, not the tequila ones. Guys, after my birthday... <laughs> Um, the next weekend, so a whole week she later. She was taking straight, like, tequila shots. Yeah. That's toxic. That was getting bought for me. The this whole, is not my choice. The mood of this episode, the vibe of this episode toxic. is toxic. There we go. That's, that's going to be toxic. The title name is toxic. No, we're being toxicity. To- we're, we're being, being toxic. toxic. No, we're being toxicity. <laughs> we're being toxicity. Yeah, people were buying me shots of and tequila. Of straight tequila. The person, we knew the bartender, and he knew that she liked tequila. Yes. But and anyone, I, let me say this now. Anyone that can take a straight liquor shot, like uh-huh. a straight vodka, no no flavor, yeah. straight tequila shot, you are the devil. I can do like one or two. Absolutely not. I will throw up. I, I'm a baby back bitch, and I need a flavored vodka. Yeah. Or like a pink Whitney. I mean, like I need like the lime after, but like I had that second one, and this is after I had already taken other shots and drinks, and that second one I was like, mm. Okay, and, and then she immediately ran outside, and I was like, and then Whoa. someone else bought me a third, and I was like, yep. it was just the night went down the hill fast. So we're taking a break from tequila. Um, but the next weekend, I tried to have some of my tequila high noons, took one sip, gagged, and I was like, I need a break. I can't do that right we're now. We're doing vodka. We're doing my favorite. I love a good noon. So, anyways, um, how are you? Besides, you know, being toxic. Um, I. Being toxic, I just broke a world record. <laughs> we timed Melissa chugging her a full glass mimosa, nine point two seconds. You know, you just gotta open your throat up and just let it go. You give those tips, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you could use that tip in another thing if you want. That's up to you. It was said to me that they think it's funny how much you announce things like that when you aren't like this, like openly sexual person right right but you make sure you announce when you have sex who said that <laughs> she makes sure to tell you when she does it i was like <laughs> yeah because they don't do it all the time <laughs> yes we do i know so oh, um we yes that's me i <laughs> don't talk a big because i talk it how i walk it but <laughs> or walk it like i talk it but either way, either or. But, you know, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> Me either. We never spoke about the bestie bed oh, on last didn't. episode. Yeah. So we have this thing called a bestie bed. Now. This is new. Now. And it's when we all spend in the night. Not in the same bed. This is like Not in the morning. same bed, but post-morning we all get in one bed and we just talk. Like, you know, we watched Gossip Girl. We watched Gossip Girl. You know, it was Kelsey, then me, then Joe on the other side. And somebody else. Somebody else on the other side. <laughs> we haven't come up with a nickname yet. <laughs> Let's do that now. It can't be, like, obvious. That's the issue. Because, like, certain people would know exactly who I'm talking about. And I'm keeping this real close to the vest. So it can't be very obvious because it's got to be like Mr. Something, you know, like mm-hmm. Mr. Like even tempered. But like, then that sounds stupid. That's long. Like, it's too long. Yeah. Mr. Chill. Mm. That sounds like a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're wanting to have Mr. in front of it. So like, let's be real. I don't know. I'll brainstorm some things. I can't do it. Right well, okay. Now. It's homeboy now at this point. Homeboy. Yeah, homeboy. <laughs> it probably will be his nickname. Probably. So it was homeboy, Kelsey, me, Joe. In this bed watching Gossip Girl and 
Kelsey and I are giving golden commentary. We've seen this. This yes. is Homeboy's first time watching Gossip Girl. Kelsey and I have already seen this. Mm-hmm. We Mr. know which Homeboy, characters we like, what happens. Homeboy and Joe have not seen this, so we're giving commentary. We're ragging. We're, like, we are going ham on these people that we hate. And they're just laughing at us. They're like, why do you... And, like, like Homeboy is very... Like I said, even tempered. Like he does and he's not like care. trying to play the devil's advocate, uh-huh. and he's like, because obviously they're playing teenagers, and he's like, they're kids, and like this really traumatic thing just happened. And we're, and we're like, like, no, she's, she's a, a bitch. bitch. She's a sewer rat. <laughs> like, like she, she belongs with the alley rats. <laughs> you're like, we hate her. Like, and we're like, oh, and then this girl, <laughs> and he's like, they're kids, and we're like, no, no, homeboy, no, they're demonic. So if you listen to the last episode, that is why we spoke on the bestie bed. Yeah. That was the bestie bed. But so that'll be a new tradition that we have bestie bed when we have sleepovers. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm continuing to be good. I feel like I'm at like a good place, like just like mentally in general. Same. I'm back on my meds. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then just obviously like things are are going well in like my personal life too. We so. I know. So, I mean, like, I can tell y'all that, like, things are I going love, well. I love that I know the dirty deets, and nobody <laughs> else does. Like I said in the last episode, one of these days, it'll probably be a while, I'm I'm a hard launch it. See, but, like, I, I find that so funny that I just said that, like, I know the dirty deets. Yeah. But that's always been the case. I yeah. always know the dirty deets, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, why is it different this time? But it's just different. Well, it's because you're being elusive. elusive? Yes. A- aloof? Both. Um... <laughs> But also, I think, much like me, you have a very good feeling about this one. Mm-hmm. I always have. Yeah. I was, yeah I've always been yeah. team homeboy. Yeah. And so, like, I think there's something all of us, like, and me and homeboy included, like, can palpably feel is different. I was just about to say, this one feels different. Yeah. It feels like it's just so copacetic. Mm -hmm. So I mean, we always have been, and so for it to now move to the romantic level is very fun, and I think makes a lot of people (laughs) very like happy and giddy. Not just me, and of course me as your number one supporter, your number one best friend. Like I'm, I'm just sitting here like just like like a proud mom looking (laughs) at her baby bird flapping its wings. (laughs) Like, I'm just so happy for you, yeah. and I'm so excited. Joe is, too. Joe, <laughs> I was telling you when you came over yeah. this morning how much Joe was saying, like, he was so positive about this yeah. whole situation, and Joe was like, I'm so happy for her. Quite she literally. She finally deserves this. Like, anyone that meets Homeboy likes him. Oh, yeah. Like, he's just so likable, and he's not this big personality No, man. but it's just... He's endearing. And you can he, just feel like yeah. he radiates his goodness. You meet you meet people and you're like you're a good person. Yeah. and he's one of them. Yeah. He, so and then also people have always seen how much he cares for me. Well, that and, not, and then how well you guys go together. Like, yeah, you guys and it's just like fit. when he has cared for me in the past. It's it's not always like on a romantic level. He just appreciates me and like in our friendship, and you can feel that. And that's what's most important is him not. Him appreciating you in the relationship aspect of it, but he also appreciates you as a person. Mm -hmm. And what I was just going to say is he's a lot like Joe, where Joe is very quiet and reserved, Mm -hmm. and he's just going to let you do your thing. He's Mm going to let you shine. He's going to let you be you, be fair and foul with me, and he'll just sit there watching you with a smile on his face, just like Joe does. Joe and him are going to be the dads in the background. Yeah, just like, that's our girls. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then when we get a little too walk, okay. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. It's something that him and I talked on our date was like, which that's so funny to me. It's like we went on our first like official actual date, date yeah. like after knowing each other for so long. But that's something that we talked about, and I told him like I think that that is something that we have working in our favor is that we are friends and like we we are starting as friends and like not just like oh like I know this guy he's a part of my friend group whatever like him and I are like good friends Mm -hmm. you know and I think that's one thing that we have it's always been very comfortable with me and him in general and so even though this is like a new side of things it still feels so comfortable and like one thing that my mom pointed out to me I have insecurities and I've mm-hmm. worked and gotten better not feeling insecure in myself I feel like I'm gonna interrupt you but I feel like we uh you can have an insecurity and then yeah. work on it yeah and be better for yourself but it's still always going to be oh, there. yeah it's always going to be in the back of your mind yeah no matter how hard you work on it yeah and he I appreciate he's very like in tune to himself as well so he one understands that everyone has insecurities but like regardless of what I have quite literally ever looked at, he has always liked me. Mm-hmm. Like, he has liked me. Like, who I am. Like, regardless of my looks. And that's because you guys have been friends for so long. Yeah. And, and he, he knows you. Yes. He likes my personality. Yep. He likes me as a person. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that's just, like, really, like, comforting to go into because, like, when you're meeting someone new, they're meeting you. Mm-hmm. And so I do think looks play a heavier factor Mm -hmm. in that aspect because it's like they have to be attracted to you in order to want to get to know you as a person. Right. And so then like you have, I think those insecurities flare up more and I just like don't like feel that way with him. And And that's amazing. I was so like (laughs) nervous getting ready, trying to decide what to wear. And I'm like, like this man hasn't seen me with no makeup in pajamas like i've seen you like younger yeah like i mean he has seen so many sides of me and why i was so nervous to like look good and pick Mm -hmm. the right outfit and i'm like gosh and we know he's a good gift giver we will say that yes he got me a gorgeous purse for everything it's really pretty and it's just like so me and he and I asked him. I said, "Did you have any help, like at the store? Like, did you?" And he's like, "No, I picked it out." I said, uh. "Like, and they like salespeople like even asked him like if he wanted help, and he said no. Like, he just had like wander around the store for a little while. And like, I like I've always had like a soft spot for him. Mm-hmm. Been things that have like held me back from like ever trying to pursue that. Mainly our friendship. Mm-hmm. It's like I never want to ruin that. I was like the this thoughtfulness, is... and it's like he knows me so well. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. Like my ex husband never knew me that well. No." You know, I didn't like, care to know you that well. No. Yeah. Anything that I ever wanted as a gift, you, you told I, him. I told him. Mm-hmm. He never got me anything that I didn't ask for, which is okay. He at least got me something, <laughs> you know, but it's like, it I was just never say, like, thought Joe behind. Is, Joe is kind of the same way, but also Joe has given me gifts that he has thought of that have yeah. meant so much. Yeah. And that's the difference. There's literally, there was never thought behind any of the gifts that he gave me. It's like, I have nothing wrong with having like Christmas lists and mm-hmm. birthday lists mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know, like. But it's, it's also, you went to the store and you thought of me when you saw this. Yes. And you knew that I would love it, so yes. you picked it up. I remember one Christmas, I got him this, like, customized Harry Potter thing. But it wasn't on his list, but I knew he would love yeah. it. I know him. He got me that, and it was something about him, like, being, like, hanging out with us that weekend. And just, like, something in my heart was like, okay. 
Like, let's, we had it, we had a talk before we went on our first date. Here's what could go wrong. Mm -hmm. And here's what I'm really scared about going wrong. And like, I, like, I need to hear from you on that. And he said, yeah, could go wrong. Like, it could. I think it's worth it. I I was just, he's a very down to earth person, but he's Mm -hmm. also like very real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're happy. We're happy over here. But But let's go back to our toxic side. Going off of her, um, happiness, I'm going to go on things. I'm going to go on my surprise segment. Okay. Things that I think that should be illegal and I will, if I elaborate, it won't be fully. Okay. I don't want to elaborate much because they should be self-explanatory. First one, toe rings. I don't agree. You don't agree with toe rings should be illegal? Why are you putting a piece of jewelry on your toe? Maybe it's because my mom has quite literally always had toe rings Uh, that I uh, don't think anything of it. Nope. To me, it doesn't feel comfortable. So that's why I don't want to do that. And also, it's not like we're not 2000s hippies anymore. <laughs> yeah, my mom, I grew all the whole time growing up, had toe rings. Still does, like, still wears them. Never, like, never takes them off. The only time she ever takes them off is like at the nail salon. That's an ick. Um, Disney adults. Yep, <laughs> I agree. And let me preface this: I want to go to Disney. I will not be dressing up in a Disney T-shirt that I customized. And... No, but will I get like a bedazzled ears? Probably, probably, probably. But I'm also gonna wear them like in pictures. And then and I'm, take them off. I'm not wearing them throughout the park. I'm not. Like these adults that have like adult memberships mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go often. Mm-hmm. And, and we mean Disney adults that don't have kids. Yes. Like Disney you got adults in, that don't have if kids. If I got engaged at Disney, yeah. I would be enraged. Mm-mm, don't don't propose to me in front yeah. of Cinderella's no. Cinderella's castle because mm-hmm. quite literally I wasn't Cinderella. I was like Pocahontas. We talked about <laughs> we talked about this. I was Belle from Beauty and the Beast. I was not. I like a beastly man. Give me, <laughs> give me the most tomboyish one, and I think that's Pocahontas or Mulan. Oh, yeah, Mulan. I think. But which one am I more like, Pocahontas or Mulan? Um, um Pocahontas. I would mm-mm. Mulan. The reason why I'm going so hard for John Smith. See, but she fell for the wrong person. And if you think about it, <laughs> nah, no, because like with Joe she's being still, black, she, <laughs> not that my parents were ever no, like not like, okay with it. In the movie, there was still like that sense of duty. She was gonna marry Coco Wom because that's what she's supposed to right. do. Okay, no, I can see myself being Milan. Let me be a bad bitch in the military. I'll kill all these motherfuckers. (laughs) As I commented on your status the other day, never been afraid to fight a man. A period. Neither of us. Never never will, never will be. I never have been afraid to fight, period. (laughs) I was talking about that with a homeboy. And I said, I'm so glad we never got in fights in high school because, like, we definitely could have. (laughs) We could have. And did we know how to fight? Probably not. Probably not. (laughs) we weren't ever... Step, I'm a step to you. Yep. Um... Yeah, don't, yeah, don't propose to me at Disney. I'm, and it, I think there's a difference between going on one trip to Disney as an adult versus, and I do, and I've all the time. talked about this with Alicia because she makes fun of me because she calls me a Disney adult as a joke, but I said, we never got to experience Disney as kids. I just want to, yeah. I just want to go. I, and, I, look, and I think it's so fascinating how I, they can make all these worlds based on yeah. the movies that you grew up with. And like, I, and also I want to drink around the world. I wanted to go to Disney with my ex, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, then we don't have kids. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like, there is a lot to do as an adult. Yes. Like, there is a Joe lot. Joe has been to Universal, and he loved it. Yeah. I, like, and I want to go to Universal mainly for the Harry Potter world. Yeah. Oh, I know. You got, you got Both of you are going to nerd out, and I'm going to be like, <sighs> I where's the alcohol? I want to go so bad. They have it. Butterbeer. However, I don't want a membership. No. I don't want to go once a year. No. Like, <laughs> I just want to go once. I will go. 
once without kids, and uh-huh. then I'll probably take my kids. Yeah, absolutely. Once they're old enough to yeah. remember it, because first of all, all these parents that are taking their kids that are like two and three years old, yeah. you're stupid. You're playing yourself. You're my spending family, all this money. Obviously, it was years ago, and it was a lot cheaper then. But my family went once when Hayden was older. I was probably like, I don't even think I was two to be honest. So, but Hayden probably would have been like five-ish, you know, four or five-ish, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range, six. Then, but then they took us back when I was like six or seven. You were old enough. Yeah, and I remember that trip. I obviously don't remember. And I will say, that's, see, like, that's a different exception that I have because Hayden was, you said, five? Yeah, like, yeah somewhere between like five, six-ish, something like that. It's a I different experience when you're five or six, and yeah. then when he was, what, eight, nine? When I would, no, he would have been like in a, a like, a le- like, 10, 11-ish. But that, that's what I'm saying. He yeah. would have had a different experience. So, like, yeah. that's different going yeah. back twice. Because yeah. you, he experienced it as a 5-year-old. Right. 5, 6-year-old. And right. then now he experienced it as, like, 11, 12, whatever-year-old. Right. For me, it, I mean, like, obviously they took me because I was born. Right. But, like, I don't remember the first trip at but all. But you remember, remember the, the second. second one. Yeah. So, I I do want to go to so Disney I mean, once. I mean, I think And I want to go to Christmas time. I think if your child's, like, 3, I think they'll still, like, remember that. Do you remember anything from when you were 3? To a degree. I, I mean, I think it depends on the, the memory you have, too. My earliest like, memory is, like, four or five. I also have memories from the beach house that we went to every summer, though. And they kind of, like, blur because we'd go every summer. Yeah. I remember doing that. So, it's, like, I mean, like, three, four-ish. Probably four is, like, a good... I'm going to say more more four. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah. Disney, adult braces. Sometimes people can't help that. It's called Invisalign. Sometimes it needs to be more than that. You know what? I, I'm a judge. I'm, I'm a shade you for this because you had braces. I had braces as a child. A, an older child. I was in 10th grade and I got them off August of senior year. But that's all I'm saying. I was still 17. I wasn't 18. <laughs> I was a child. I get what you're saying, but sometimes it causes it for more smile, than a business. You're smiling full frontal, just metal. <laughs> Tense. I feel like tents should just be, like... I don't agree with you at all. I love camping. In a tent? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to have a blow-up mattress. Nope. I'm not sleeping on the ground on my sleeping bag. What? But Kelsey's going to, like, plan a camping trip, and I'm going to pull up... I'm going to pull up in an RV. That's fine. Because I glamp. I would love for us to go camping. Also, I'd love for us to go glamping. There is quite literally a place called Georgia Glamping Company. And I'll I go. I love those tents. They I look grew great. Up, I grew up going camping with my grandparents, but we had a camper. We never, I slept in a tent one time and I will never do it again. I love it. I had to have a communal shower. Mm-hmm. I'm used to a camper. Yeah, I love camping. Nope, mm-mm, not me. Illegal. Only this, only spreading cream cheese on one side of the bagel. Straight to jail. Straight to jail. Straight to jail. I don't care if you glob it on that one side and then you just. You at least got to close it. What, no. what are you doing with the bare side? I gotta rip it apart and like scoop. Off. You're saying you're not okay with them at least closing it? I'm not okay with one side of the bagel being spread with cream cheese. Even if I'm eating it as a sandwich? Who eats a bagel as a sandwich? I agree. But like like a plain cream cheese bagel. I agree. That's weird. Who eats it as a sandwich? I agree. If anyone does that, that's weird. But illegal. I can understand that an iota more. Nope. Than eating, and no, I would rather scoop. Also, like bombastic side eye if you're not globbing it. Please glob it. 
You I want it. Do you know how thick a bagel is? You mean to tell me that a little schmear, a small schmear? Joe has a schmear. When he you has- sent me a video, and I giggled because the it guy used Jersey. the word schmear, and yeah. it's a glob. <laughs> and I'm like, I have no problem with a glob. That's a New Jersey schmear. I'm like, absolutely glob it, but that's not a schmear. <laughs> that's a New Jersey schmear. <laughs> but, oh, God, Joe. Sure, Joe. Joe. Uh, damn it, Joe. He... I often wonder sometimes why I chose that man. And his cream cheese... That baby picture down there, that's why. <laughs> his... He was a cute kid. He was a very cute mm-hmm. kid. I, I'll give him that, and I don't even like giving him that. But he was very adorable. <laughs> we ain't gonna tell him that. He'll listen to this in two months. And give me literally. for a minute. And then I'll be like, mm, I was drunk. Um, <laughs> I checked that mimosa. <laughs> people who still write the letter F backwards... <laughs> or like the S's to the, the side. Drama that just sent me back to like middle school and high school. People still do that. I got a piece of inmate mail the other day. Absolutely. Well, you know that tracks. <laughs> and her letters. And it's a her tracks. Her Absolutely le- tracks. Her letter F was backwards. And and I- it's like at this point, are you illiterate? No, that's a choice. Like you have to. In your mind, train your mind her, from what you knew your whole her, life. Her mind's already so trained that that's the that, norm to her now. That is how you draw I F. never did that. I, I, I didn't do the sideways S. No, either. That looks like an N. Mine are, my S's now are just a little sideways, but that's just how I write. But I'm not mine doing it on like purpose. Mine, honestly, could like pass as a number five. <laughs> I don't mine see. Mine not. I don't pick up my pencil, or yeah. I don't pick up my pen when I write, so yeah. all my letters kind of like, it's, Just I write like, like cursive mean, or yeah. not cursive, Yeah. and a lot of people can't understand my handwriting. Really? I don't dot my eyes. You have good handwriting, though. I do have good handwriting when I think about it, but when yeah. I'm... Kids at breweries. This is controversial. This is controversial. So, our, our favorite brewery, I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. Yeah. The one that's near your job has a park outside of it for kids. Okay, what about the one that we went to before the one by my job opened up? Yeah, I don't agree with that one as much. I mean, they do like a, like events, and I don't mind kids being know, there for those events. And the one that we're talking about, they, they close off the parking lot, so like cars, when they come in, you can't yeah. drive to where like the when kids are. When they're doing are. events. Yeah, yeah, or like on a Friday, Saturday night, yeah, they just yeah, yeah. they put the cones there. Yeah. But I'm talking about... The kids that you see inside breweries, like... Yeah. See, I also have a mixed opinion of that, though, because I grew up in a bar. And I'm not I'm not judging yeah. in that aspect. I'm yeah. judging of the annoyance level. Yeah. Because Joe and I have already said, if we still live in this area, mm-hmm. we will still go to the brewery that is by my job because yeah. one of us can be outside with them at the park. Yeah. And hang out with our friends. The other one can hang out with the yeah. friends inside or, like, vice versa. Yeah. But it's the kids inside the breweries that I'm like... So, one thing that my parents did Nobody wants really... to see you with your iPad at the table. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that my parents did really well, too, like, was we were very self-sufficient in entertaining ourselves. So, like, if we were at the bar because my parents had business to do or whatever, Hayden and I would just entertain ourselves. Like, see, we were so out of sight, out of I mind feel to like people around us. I feel like it's different with that because you knew mom and dad were at work. Yeah, that too, yeah this is just mom and dad chilling why couldn't you just find a babysitter drop them off at grandma's 
Uh, I'm torn. I get what you're saying, but... Um, and I'm also speaking as someone who doesn't have children. I also, like, I don't, like, I don't agree with, like, we don't want to see you sitting at the table with your iPad. I would much rather a kid be sitting at the table with their iPad than these kids running around, bumping into people, not watching where they're going. That bugs me. Yeah. Like, especially at the brewery, the one that's near your work, there's a park outside. Yeah. As a parent, go sit outside with that child and let them play Take your turn. Yeah. Because I know, I know for a fact, if I had kids now, and Joe and I, and you, and your man, went to the brewery, we would take turns. Joe and your man would go out. we'd all just go sit outside with them. Or that. You know, like. But also, Joe, Joe and your man would go outside, and then we would, we would switch on and off. Like, it's not, like, you would go outside with me. It's not like you're going out by yourself. Yeah. But if it's mom and dad, and then kid, that's, that's just weird. Um, again, like I said, I kids just annoy me when they're at adult <laughs> places. I have no problem with the kids sitting there behaving themselves on their iPad, whatever. It's the ones that are running around bumping and like, and then the, it's like, where are your parents? Yes. Like, why are they not telling you to st- that? Cause I'm not annoyed at the kid. I'm annoyed at the parent at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Where, the kid like, is being a kid. Yeah. I'm like, where, like one, you didn't teach them to not run around inside indoors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And two, you're now not monitoring them. Mm-hmm. And that annoys me. Yeah. Not, and I'm, I am the person where if a kid's crying in a restaurant, that doesn't bother me. Like, yeah. like they're being to a kid. A, to a degree. Like, what, if it's, like, five minutes, ten minutes, and the parent hasn't done anything to stop the kid. Well, yeah, that's different. Take my but, but the the kid crying, or the kid crying on a plane, that, that does not bother yeah, me. Yeah, a plane's it doesn't so much different, yeah. A kid is being a kid, you can only do so much. Yeah. But when kids are being annoying, because kids are... Can kids I just, are annoying. Kids are annoying. Yeah. Children are annoying, and yes. if you think any different, you're wrong, they and you're in denial. They don't know better. They don't know how to not be annoying. They don't know etiquette yet. That's can we things just, that they have to learn. Can we just start accepting and admitting that our kids, your own kid, annoys you? Yes. I would tell my kid they're annoying me. Not all the time, but I'd be like, if you... My mom used to tell me I was annoying her. I'd be like, if you don't... And I grew stop up just talking fine. for five minutes. I may, have, <laughs> I may have childhood trauma, but not from my not, mom telling me I was annoying. Yeah. And my last one... Twin beds. <laughs> yeah. Drama. Why are they still a thing? We we were literally just talking about this before. I will never buy a twin bed. Well, I, I will, no, I'm buying my kid a full because they can they can still use that. It, I had a full all throughout middle school and high school. It depends on the room that you're in. Well, why am I going to buy a house where my kid can't even have a full size bed? Well, when my dad and lived in the apartment. Okay, that's different. But, I'm, but that's what I'm saying. Like me and Hayden, one we shared a room. We were young, but like, we shared a room and we had bunk beds. They were both twins because that's what fit. We couldn't if we had a full bed in there. It was only going to be one full bed. Well, in the situation that I'm living in now. My kid is not going to have a twin bed because they're just yeah. annoying. It's a waste of time. I'm going to have to upgrade it at some point. Yeah, I agree. One, I think it's harder for sleepovers. Obviously, when kids are little, it's not as hard. Yeah. You know, but I know that some people say that there's, like, safety concerns and stuff. And I'm like, I will get those, ang- those railing things. But, like, because I'm thinking you said sleepovers. You used to sleep in my bed with me. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, girls, we were high school. There was yeah, no, no way that we would fit in a twin bed Exactly. Thing, but. But, and I'm just... But when they're, like, six. And why why do Airbnbs have twin beds? That, I do think, is criminal. Come on. I do think that is criminal. I understand you're appealing to, like, the family aspect. But even still, get a full. Get a full. Fit two two of them kids suckers in there. I'm saying. Snug in a bug like a rug. Whatever. We're, Snug we're, like a the, bug in a rug. The trip that we're going on in September, we were looking at we the were, rooms. That's, this is why it's on my yeah. list, because we were just talking about it. And it's like... 
there's one room that has three twin beds in it. Three twin beds. It has two it a has bunk, bunk bed beds and then a twin bed. And it's like, why? If you're if you're not a Just single person, a full. And it's like if you're not a single person, and also they make like trundle beds and stuff. So it's like but, if you really want to have another bed in there, buy a trundle bed. But also, a full size bed is not that more expensive than a twin bed. It's really not. It's really not. It's really not. So just get a full. Yeah. And then the other one we were reading, or the other room that's there, is a full bed, right? It with a twin. Yeah. And so it's like either do that in both rooms. Get a cot. Like, I mean, Joe so and I, when we first got married, we were on a full bed, full size oh, yeah. bed. Oh, yeah. I was too when I first got married. And then we upgraded to a queen and then thankfully a king now. Yeah. I have a queen right now, but eventually I'll upgrade ugh, to I a will king. never go under a king. I'll buy my kids queen size mattresses, to be honest. I won't. Not to start with. Mm-hmm. I'm queen, not wasting there my is, time. There is a... <laughs> my kids are going to be bougie like me and want, like, Tempur-Pedic. Because that's what I grew up on. I don't disagree with that, but then there is a significant price difference between queen... In a full. In full. And not even just matches. Sheets. Bedding. Like, stuff like that. My and then with, deserve the best. But with kids, they're going to like My Little Pony one year. And the next year, they're going to hate My Little Pony. And they're going to want this sheet. And, and it's like, you know, it's just... Do they make, like, the character ones in queen size? I don't think they do. Probably not. So that's then, nice. uh, You about to do neutral, little I'll, Joey I'll, Jr. I'll get my kids <laughs> fulls. So that was my segment, and I I will probably add to it from here and there, just because, you know, my little thoughty thoughts, but I... Let's get a little toxic. Let's let's get toxic. It, that wasn't toxic enough, me <laughs> shaming parents I mean, that bring their kids toxic. to bruise. <laughs> I'm toxic in general. Um, so here's one of my, like, hot-button toxic teens. Um, always assuming that, like, you don't really know who you're with. What? You need to elaborate. Like you don't always fully trust your partner. You're always ready for the other shoe to drop. So I'm thinking of it as, I'm going to speak on my own trauma yeah. at this point. Um, my childhood was always up and down. So mm-hmm. when it was when it was up, I was like, all right, when is it going to go down? Right. So like I can see myself doing that, but is but there a different... But you've grown from that. I have you don't grown... do that with Joe anymore. To a point. Sometimes I do. I don't, and you can correct me, I don't think you ever expect the other shoe to drop from Joe. I think in, there's just like a constant. Like more like life? Yes. I, okay, I can see that. And I think that's very normal. I think that's, there, especially as people like with anxiety and stuff. Yeah. You, that, you're, that's never going to go away. Regardless of childhood trauma or not, mm-hmm. there's always that little fear of like, th- it could change. Something But if happen. you're talking about your partner wise, then yes. yeah, that's weird to yeah. me. Like you're not supposed to automatically to not think... fully trust who you've chosen to spend your life with. No, that's weird. I don't, I can't, I don't, I think that's so toxic. Like to always have, and like, uh, like a backup plan essentially. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like to always have like this thought of like, that's foreign to it me. It could go wrong one day, so I'm prepared if it does. And I know I know that I can't um, speak on my behavior. Like, if Joe and I were to ever get divorced, I know I can't speak on... I can only say what I hope is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I know for a fact, Joe's not going to screw me over because of who yeah. Joe is as a person. Yeah. And, like, that's weird to me to think differently or, like, to, or to, just to like- act... To act and have a backup plan just in case. Like, that that's... Because you don't know who yeah, you marry. Yeah, I think I think that's where it's like... I think everyone wants to believe they'll never get screwed over if, if they happen to get divorced. 
But it's to have that thought in your mind that's like, well, I'm prepared if it goes bad. Like, regardless of the, if that person's going to screw you over or not, like, oh, I'll be fine, like, financially, like, whatever it may be, if he leaves I me. I think you are automatically expecting the worst. Yeah. Um, in your in your partner, and you're not trusting your relationship, yeah. and you're not trusting your decision to make the right decision on who you're with. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that. I don't either. I, I think. I think that's weird. I think that creates such like a like division. It does. And just such an inner turmoil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I cannot like and you used a word copacetic. Mm-hmm. Like I can't imagine being with someone that doesn't feel like a second to me. Mm-hmm. That like this is just an extension of me. Mm-hmm. Like obviously people are different, like whatever, but I want to trust somebody so abundantly well, look at, that it's an extension of myself. Look at Joe and I. We are yeah. complete opposites. Yeah. But I trust that man with my life. Yes. I, tr- I trust that man with everything in me yeah. and him, me. Yeah. But that's what marriage is to me. And yeah. I don't even think that's, I don't think us having these opinions is us being naive. I think that's yeah. just, yeah. that's how it should be. And I think that's just who we are in relationships too. Like yeah. I understand people are different in relationships, but coming from me, especially like someone that got bamboozled, mm-hmm. someone that got played, mm-hmm. I still can't see myself because that happened to me going into another relationship where I'm like, I don't know. I just can't trust somebody like that again. Like I I don't actually know who this person is. I will say, and I hate when people do this, blaming your past relationships uh on your future or current relationship Uh is shitty and stop doing it. And childhood. And childhood. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I, like, I understood you saying, like, well, you have, like, some childhood trauma, like, whatever. But, but that's me internally. Yes. And that's what that's I, not, that's what I, I didn't pointed put that out. Joe. Right? And that's what I pointed out. Sure, you may have inner doom <laughs> that is expected, No, essentially, that, that is but, what it is. But that's not your relationship. You don't expect that from Joe. Yeah. And I just, like you said, like, people who blame prior circumstance on... Well, I do this because this happened mm-hmm. to me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't like that. I, that's a cop out. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're not acknowledging your issues that you have. Yeah. Coming stemming from what whatever it stems from, and yeah. nobody judges you on what it stems from, but you're not acknowledging it, and you're not mm-hmm. um, moving forward with it. And it's like, how much of yourself can you give to make it actually work? If you're always holding that part of you, that's like. I think if you're hiding things from your spouse, that's weird to me. Mm major like i and i'm talking about like like accounts or yeah like financials or property or like say i had a life insurance policy that i wasn't telling like that's weird to me yes those are the people you see on the id channel and i I understand that like joint bank accounts aren't for everybody and that's fine like if joint accounts aren't for you guys and you guys don't have separate accounts and i don't judge anyone for that it's not for me like i still having separate is not for me and my thing is like i still want to know one like how much my spouse is making what your money is going to then it's like uh, joint accounts are for me like same because at that point i feel like if i have to ask you all these questions that's going to create like uh not resentment but it's like why are you questioning me especially if like if my spouse, whoever, if one of us makes more money than the other, I would never want my spouse to feel like that they couldn't get something yeah. or I couldn't get something and it, that, because they don't have it. That like, goes on open communication because yeah. Joe and I have a off, I'm not going to say offshore, off, a, a savings account that's separate from our bank account. Yeah, and it's not offshore. Yeah, that, but you know what I meant. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing that came to my mind. I wish it was offshore, but... 
Uh, we don't have enough money in that account for that. <laughs> but he said, I don't have the login for that. Can you give it to me? I, I, why wouldn't I? It's yeah. our savings account. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and I don't have like a separate savings account. Like yeah. I don't have, I yeah. don't have my own separate money. Like yeah. to me, that's just like you said, joint accounts are for me. Joint money yeah. is for me. Cause yeah. I tr- truly do believe when you get married, that's what's you jo- mine is yours. You're joining everything mm-hmm. together. I agree. And you make the decisions together. I agree. But if it, if that doesn't, I don't judge anybody for it. Yeah. What, what, what works for you works for you, but it ain't working for me. Yeah. Because I'm nosy. Yeah, same. (laughs) So another toxic thing. People thinking that, like, your childhood, teenage years aren't, like, important, like, slash impactful. Oh, I hate that. When people are like, in 20 years, this isn't going to be important. You're going to have to elaborate on why you put that. What was said to you? It was a video that I watched of someone, or or I actually think it was a podcast I listened to, you know, not fitting in in high school. It just isn't important. And I'm like, that is such BS. That tells me that you fit in in high school Mm -hmm. and you never had that issue. Mm -hmm. Because you mean to tell me that someone who doesn't fit in in high school and thinks about, trigger warning, hurting themselves and ending it permanently, that's not important? That's not going to be important in 20 years? We had, we spoke about it before. We We had had someone trigger warning commit suicide literally senior a month year. a month yeah. before graduation yeah what you go through as a teenager 100 shapes you shapes you as an adult yeah shapes your thinking now i'm not saying that you can't change that thinking right and I mean, as sure, you grow up and sure some things are important like some things are petty. like my high school boyfriend that i thought ruined my life or, or yeah. broke my heart to the point of no repair yeah that didn't shape me to to but who see, I am, but how he treated me and how yeah. the, the trauma that I went through with him did shape me into yeah. who I became as a girlfriend and yes. a wife. Well, that's exactly what, and I, what I expected say. within my partner. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like, my high school boyfriend, like, my very serious one, it really changed how I viewed relationships mm-hmm. and, like, my trust levels. And it took a lot of time for my trust levels to, like, absolutely replete and, like, and change from that. And it's just, like, and then, you know, like, friendships, our friendship, like, that, I was recently... A friendship in high school is nothing like our friendship now. No, but it impacted how we viewed all friendships. Yes. It changed how I viewed my other friendships. Mm -hmm. Like, if someone wasn't on the same ride-or-die level as you and I were, why would I want that friend? Yeah. Because it was, like, if you're not going... Like, I have this friend who goes above and beyond, so why would I stay with someone who I give energy to and doesn't give energy back. That is 100% true because while I don't hold all of my friendships to the standard, right. like the same standard that we have, because right. we, have so a 10 plus, we have a yeah. 10 plus year friendship, Yeah, but I do exactly the same way. If I don't have a friend that loves and cares for me the same way that I feel with you mm-hmm. or my other friends yeah. that are truly friends there with me. There is a level that you have to meet. There's a surface level. Like we could be friends on a surface right. level, but for you to pass that surface level, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta show me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just And it's like teacher homeboy. I was talking to him about this side gig that he's doing and asked him how he got it, and it was because he'd had a teacher who a teacher slash like coach who he had in high school, etc. And we were talking about like the impact that he's making in this side gig and how much that means to him. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I stopped playing sports 
in high school. And so I didn't really have like a coach, but I had teachers like my theater teacher believed in me, like really yeah. thought I could do a lot. With I remember my you life. always telling me that. And it's like, and then you just have other teachers who like, like look, I at, had, look at McGregor. Yes. And like, I had several <laughs> teachers when me and my high school boyfriend broke up. One looked at me. She saw me crying in the hallway and she looked at me and she said, he's so not worth it. And it wasn't that she was shaming him as a person. She was lifting you up. Yes. Mm -hmm. And like, ironically, one of his coaches said the same thing. Yeah. Like, like, please don't trust this. Okay. I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it one time because (laughs) I'm not going to speak on again because I like his dad, but that man was a bum (laughs) and everyone knew that it, he might not be a bum now, right. and that's fine, he, and I respect he that. He did not have the level of respect and care no. that and a he man didn't have, have. He didn't have big dick energy. I think he had too much. No, I think he thought he did. Maybe. Maybe. He was making up for what he... I'm not saying, like, lacking right, down there. Right, right, right. I'm just saying, like, he, he knew that... Overcompensated. Yes. And everyone around him knew that, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm like, mm. mm-hmm. I don't know. I just can't understand when people are like... This won't be important in 20 years. Because, like, you I might be right. You might... There no. might be some situations that aren't important in 20 years. I don't think you're... But... I don't think you're ever going to forget shit that shaped you. Or, or shit that hurt you. Y- yeah. And you're I not going to forget it. It's not going to bother you anymore. Yeah. But you will always look back at high school. Or I'll always yeah. look back at high school and be like, why did I let that yeah. motherfucker... Yeah, or like, why, me that or like why did I let this girl bug me exactly. so much? And it's like, of course I have the benefit of hindsight now of like, oh, well, like, that's what teenage girls But you're always going to think about did. it. Yeah. No, There's I, I not... 100% think that everything shapes you. I do too, and I heard that, and I was just like so dumbfounded by it. I was like, I just don't agree with that whatsoever. Like, I just think that's, and I think that's a very toxic mindset teach, to teach a kid. Yes. Like, if it's, you want to say that as an adult that none of it mattered, whatever, but if you're trying to teach that to a child that, like, this doesn't matter, one, I don't think they'll create lasting relationships. Well, can I, can I say this one thing? Yeah. What is big to us at 16 might not be big to us at 24 right but it was big to us in the moment yeah and it and it affected us in the moment and we made decisions based on how we felt in that moment and i i feel like that's very discrediting to how you felt and what the the decisions that you made after because the decisions that i made after my when me and my high school boyfriend that i dated on and off for four years all throughout high school when we broke up i went a little crazy yeah yeah that decision impacted my future, mm-hmm. like within the last like six months of high school, yeah, which then impacted how I acted uh-huh. as an adult prior to yeah. high school, yeah, or post. Post. post high school, yeah. But that that's what I'm saying. It, it it's it's a trickle yeah. effect, and you and you invalidating that and saying that it's not going to matter in 20 years. Yeah. You're right. How I felt in 20 years won't matter. Yeah. But what I did after that will matter. And like I said, like I just think one, you are teaching a kid to not create a lasting relationship because you're essentially telling them like oh, that fight that you had with Susie won't matter in 20 years. Well, then why would I keep fighting for mm-hmm. this relationship with Susie? And then, two, I think you're just creating a very blasé, um, nonchalant, casual, coasting kind of attitude. Like, if it's not going to matter in 20 years, then why am I investing in it? If it's not going to matter in 20 years, why do I care? And then I think you're teaching that behavior of, like, that's going to be your whole life then. Mm-hmm. So when I'm 30 and... 
oh, this guy that I thought I was going to marry, me and him broke up. Well, it won't matter in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Well, what if you're still single in 20 years now? You know, like, I well, just What think if that creates... relationship impacted you so much that yeah. that's, it tainted your view, whether yeah. it's whether it's right or not, yeah. it tainted your view on future relationships. Yeah. I just think that it's... I, I think that's that's I not right to cringed. say to somebody. I cringed when I heard it, because I was like, I just don't agree with this Every whatsoever. pivotal point in our lives shapes us for mm-hmm. what is to come. I do believe uh, that. There is... And, like, we were talking about, like, at what age do you start making memories? But there are so many things. I talked recently about... I've talked about this with my friends recently, and I talked about it with Homeboy. There's a boy that I went to mm-hmm. school with who trigger warning again, could have sexually assaulted me. Luckily, it quite literally got interrupted and it did not go far to the point where I was like traumatized by it. Mm -hmm. I I, I wasn't. I was very, very lucky because I know not everyone is. Yep. But I still remember it. Yeah. Like I still, it, it, and since nothing severe happened, it didn't change my view of like boys or relationships or anything like that. But like, I mean, I'm talking, this was over 15 years ago at this point, like, or 14 at the least. Like, you know, some, I, and I still remember it. Like, it's still, I can tell you where I was. I can tell you a majority of people that were there. I can tell you what, how, like, I, I still remember it. And I was drinking and it doesn't, as soon as that happened, I was, I was sober. And it was, you know, it's just one of those things. Like, I, I do, I just think it's so toxic to say that, like, I don't feel hurt really by it anymore. You know, like I, first of all, my brother scared the daylights out of him. I hope and pray that he never did it again. And See, I, I'm, I'm I biting hope. my tongue on a lot because I, we have this situation with another friend of ours yeah. and it just, I'm so thankful, especially after hearing about her relationship. I'm so thankful for how mine played out. Yes. And I'm, I'm so thankful for the people no, that I'm were glad there. The both of you are okay, mm-hmm. but it, it, enrages me that mm-hmm. this happens so much more often than yeah. people realize. Oh, yeah. And I'm so thankful that your brother and I yeah and for I'm your brother and I'm so positive I'm just... that the person that said this on the podcast isn't talking about that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. However, if you're breeding that thought, that mindset of it's not gonna matter in twenty years mm-hmm. What are what else are you breeding to happen That's that shitty. people are going to brush off? That's shitty because m- my high school boyfriend that I keep talking about that was like literally the shittiest person on earth. Yeah. She told me and mm-hmm. made me realize I don't deserve this in my future. Yeah. And that's what made me hold a higher standard yeah. for men. Because, and now I don't, you didn't, you yeah, you were around when Joe and I first started dating. Yeah. Yeah. I don't accept a lot and yeah. I still don't. Yeah. Like I, I there's a there's a line that yeah. I will not accept and I 100% think that that comes from my po- my post high school boyfriend. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Who cheated on me because yeah. I wouldn't put out. Yeah. And then my high school boyfriend who also cheated on me yeah. because I wouldn't put out. And it wasn't just because I wouldn't put out, but there was a lot of things that they did right. that I'm just not accepting now right. in my day-to-day life. Right. So, yeah, I think that's yeah. I, that's toxic. not right to say to somebody. Real toxic third toxic ting people who think like social media is like true and if you do this you'll be happy if you look like this you'll be happy if you live like this you'll be happy I just can't get behind that anymore I just like can't get behind that anymore like I just don't understand how like people are still buying into social media 
I've become so detached from social media recently. And we, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Like why, why does it matter to you? Yeah. When I post on social media, it's simply for the fact of, like, this is a it's memory. Me. Well, it's like, and it's a memory that I want to share, like, with my close friends. Yes. I don't care who else likes it. Yeah. No, you know, like, I, I've been getting, like, I don't, and everyone's talked about this. Instagram yeah. has done this, like, stupid thing, and yeah. nobody's getting likes anymore, but that doesn't bother me. I don't no. care. I don't need the likes. I don't I'm go post- delete a picture because I didn't get enough likes. And, like, like repost it at a time that yeah. I think I'm, no, yeah. I don't do that. I know girls that do that, yeah. and I'm like, okay. I used to do it in high school. I knew, like, when people would be, like, more active on social media, and that's when I would choose to post. See, I've never done that, but I understand why you would do that. Yeah. Because that's that's what our high school was. Yeah. It was also yeah. social media. Yeah. But I don't post for people. I post Mm-mm. for myself. Yeah. I want to I share these memories. Yeah. And I just... It yeah. just doesn't make sense to me. And it's like, and I hope that it's like the, I mean, like, not that I really hope because I don't want it for the younger generation either, but I hope it's the younger generation that is still naive to it mm-hmm. and they learn as they grow up like we did. I don't think they will though. But I also fear that like, because it's so prevalent. If you're still an adult and you're thinking that like, I have to have the perfect curated feed and all my pictures have to have the same There's theme. something wrong with you internally and you yeah, need to figure that out. You, you're needing, and I'm not saying that as like you're a judgy manner. You're outside validation in that you need to get help. You're that. lacking something within yourself. Mm-hmm. And baby, I really, truly hope that you get help. Yeah. Because, and again, I am not judging. Yeah. Because we've all been there. Yeah. But let's not do that in our late 20s. Yes. Um, so number four, toxic workplaces. Like, it is so important not only just like your job and like what you're doing but to like the people that you're working with some of my best relationships have been with like the older women that i work with yeah i can't i would tell i will tell the older women my what i do on the weekends and i'm like i've worked with people i don't like and it's Awful. It's awful. You don't look forward. It doesn't matter how much you like your. And what's really what really sucks is like it doesn't matter how much you like your job. You don't look forward to going into work every day anymore because you're gonna have to deal with that person. And that's oh my. And then and then when you have employers who don't listen to that critique, you know, like Mm -hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about right now. Well, like and it's it happened with my mom fairly recently too. Yeah, you know, and it's like. It happens all the time. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I'm, I'm very happy where I'm at yep. and I work with great people and I joke sometimes that I have this one coworker who gets under my skin, but honestly, it's so minimal. Like the stuff that I complain about is literally so And I think it's worse because you and I are the same. We can get along with anybody. Yes. So, so when you have someone that you really don't can't like, stand, it's oh, like, it's so it's miserable. Like, okay, it's not me. It's you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Toxic. <laughs> that is so toxic. It's, it's not, not me, it's you. <laughs> but really, and I was talking about this with homeboy. I was more so talking about it in relationship aspects. Uh-huh. But I mean it with my friendships too. I'm so agreeable. Yeah. I am literally such an agreeable person because I don't like conflict. And you said it before where it's like, I don't quite agree with what you're saying, but I'll use it as an example. Sometimes I will like temper myself down Mm -hmm. to be more agreeable in a situation. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and they've not like no offense to you. I do it in our friendship a decent amount because like you are such a big energy. I will be a little more quiet, more so when we're out in public, Mm -hmm. like I will be a little more like the even tempered one Mm -hmm. when we're out in public because you are so big. And I love that. Like there was Mm -hmm. no issue with that. Mm -hmm. When we're here at the house, I don't care. Yeah. You and I are going to act a fool all the same. Yeah. But, like... But when we're out in public, I'm acting a Yeah. <laughs> and so, 
But I'll let you I'm, have your moment. But it's like, slightly. <laughs> Did we talk about that yeah, in one of the episodes? Like your birthday episode, I was like, I was so selfless. And then you're dancing in the back of the <laughs> I love me. God. I Like even in like a workspace, like I will try to be as agreeable as possible so that it's an easygoing place. What I think people, it, it it's going to be hard to comprehend if you've only listened to me on this podcast, but I am a very easygoing person. Mm-hmm. I, I really am. But yeah, you are uh, honestly a really agreeable I, I person. Ran, I, I'm not, I'm not going to create conflict. I'm not, I'm, I'm a go with the flow type yeah. person. But then when I'm, when I have to voice my opinion, I'm going to voice right, it. Right, right. So at work, I'm very calm Mm -hmm. but also you asked me my opinion i'm gonna give it to you and my supervisor i almost said bless her heart (laughs) she's such a sweet soul she really is sometimes i'll say things and she'll just look at me and she'll be like she has to pause for a second (laughs) and i'm like i'm sorry because like i I realize i'm talking to someone older than me and in power and i'm like and i think too (laughs) you and i also like humble brag have a very good work ethic Mm -hmm. and so we have, we have an insanely good work. There's That's, nothing. I, I will brag about that to the day I die. There's nothing more infuriating than when you're working with people that don't give shit. God, yes. It's so annoying. Because like, as someone who literally works their ass off, yes. if you can't even give me the bare minimum. And I mean, like, there's all these TikToks going around now about, like, work, work your wage and stuff like that. No. I agree to a point, depending on the company. See, I'm, like, I would never be like that. I, I I understand. Me too. There's only so much you can give to a company that doesn't respect you, so I do understand that. I understand that, but also, there's just a level that I'm always going to strive for myself. I'm not just working for a paycheck. No. I'm working because I'm going to represent the company. I'm working because I... Enjoy I my job. Enjoy my job. I'm working because, uh, yeah, I do need to make a living, but I'm going to bust my butt making this living. See, I'm a above and beyond person uh-huh. again this does not coincide with what a lot of people hear probably <laughs> on this podcast but if you knew me personally yeah. like I am a go above and beyond person and that's just who I am so I'm always going to do the most yeah. when it comes to yeah. my friendships myself yeah my marriage like all of it enjoy your workplace that's important do you have any toxic teens me <laughs> period that's true <laughs> <laughs> Not you making yourself cackle over that. (laughs) Yawns. Why? You? Oh my god. You know what? You are toxic. You hate yawns. You hate hiccups. You hate sneezes. Okay. And I'm like, these are bodily functions. Someone is walking by my house right now. He's a little kid. They are not the same age. There ain't no They're not. He's he's an older boy. But he... He was chasing a girl when I got home from work and the girl was like stop leave me alone stop leave me alone so you don't mean my senses mm-hmm. my senses went up and I'm just staring out I get out of my car and I'm facing them across yeah. the street and I'm just watching them folding yeah. my arms yeah and he's like you got a staring problem and I said you're damn right I do when she's telling you to leave her alone and you keep chasing her so I'm gonna keep watching until you leave her alone and so one of his you better little, respect your elders. One of, and I did say I said, and you know what else has who else has a staring problem? These cameras. So mm. keep trying it. I will be the neighborhood bitch. 
I will be that neighborhood. When it comes to these little reckless kids, I agree. And especially if a if a girl uh-huh. is telling you to leave her alone, yeah, I'm I'm zoning in on you. I agree. But okay, back to your toxic things. Other than that being toxic, <laughs> yeah, yawns. That's annoying. I why do you mean? have to do bodily functions? <laughs> See, I made you yawn because I said it. Is that is that a mind thing or is that actually a thing? I think it's a mind thing. I don't like hearing people burp. I don't like hearing hiccups. You burp regularly. Yeah, I know. That is so toxic. <laughs> when Joe gets the hiccups, I, I want to punch him in I the know. face. Me and Michael... Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> is that a mind thing? Or... <laughs> me, Michael and I have discussed this, and you can't tell me any different. Hiccups are controllable. No, they're... You can get rid of them quite easily. Chug some water. Okay. It, they're annoying. Grow I know. Up. This is. A, I hate when you say grow up about it. <laughs> Immature. It's, it's, I know better than argue this with you. Why are all dentists fine as fuck? That's not true. My childhood dentist was not. Okay, but all the dentists that I see on on TikTok. But that look. Also, that's like the one percent. That is not majority of dentists at all. I watched this one TikTok. I went to dental assisting school. They're not. I watched this one TikTok. Every dentist was fine as hell. I know. I got the white boy on my roster. Yes. yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. I played that song for Homeboy. <laughs> I got a white boy um, on my roster. He feed me pasta lobster. I love that song. Um, yeah, no. I went to dental assisting school. Can confirm. They are not. They are not all hot. Promise. Mm-hmm. That's all my toxic things. So I am going to say this. As I'm growing up, because <laughs> you know I'm still growing up. <laughs> like we're not full adults at this point. <laughs> like you won't be 28 Like I'm not two almost months. fucking 30. Uh, Talk about like, I wish, as I'm staring out at my husband watch, washing his truck right now, if I could the just... The fact that he's still washing his. <laughs> not mine. Or mine. <laughs> and he always starts out with his truck. So that by the time he gets yours, he's tired. Yeah. Yeah. If I could just live with my sister. Again. <laughs> Again. Can I say this? As a sibling who, like, lived in a room, mm-hmm. if I had known that the last time Aww. Alicia was there, yeah, or even just with me being at home, if yeah. I had known that that was the last time, I would have thought about it a little harder. I, w- I would have cherished it a little harder. And these are things that you don't think about until you mm-hmm. in- grow up or yeah. you move out. And it's yeah. it's sad because yeah. I miss the days when all of us were in there. We bugged the shit out of mm-hmm. each other. But mm-hmm. if I could go back and just do it for, like, one more day. Yeah. I talk about it with my family a lot. Like It's it's a hard reality. It's And it's really, like, a unique situation that yeah. we all live together. That's very normal in uh, every other culture. That all the family lives together until they're, yeah. like, married and move out. It's just not the norm in America. And See, but it was the norm in my house, too. And it was yeah, just... the Italian culture. Yeah. It's so normal. Yeah. I love this time that I'm getting with mm-hmm. my family. I... Does it suck sometimes? Do you wish you yeah. had your own place? Of course you do. Do but... I take every single opportunity to go house it for people? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, you are so... And when You're I... lucky. And when my parents aren't here anymore... Yes. I'm going to have all these memories and yep. all this time that I just got to spend with them. Mm-hmm. And I i don't regret it at all. No. I, I don't feel bad about it. I don't regret it. I'm not. The only reason I, I'm trying to, quote, change it in the near future is because at some point as an adult, you I should to. be on my yeah. own. Yeah. 
And, but like, I still think regularly about like, I'll buy a house close to them. Yeah, of course. Because, you, you know, like, I'm not. Like, I move 15 minutes down the river. Yeah. I just, I, as I'm getting older. However, I could quite literally never live with just me and my brother. I'd fight him. I would probably fight Michael if I lived with Michael. I would fight my brother. I but love him. I, he'd be a horrible roommate. But, you know, if me and Alicia lived together, it'd be fine. Essentially, we shared a room. Yeah, I think. She, she was like, and, I just want you to move across the street so I can yes, just come I over. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would be a better thing than, like, you two living under the same roof. We've joked and we're like, can we just divorce our husbands and just move yeah. in together? Like, I just think at some point you would be texting me and being like, if Alicia doesn't get out of this fucking house right now, like, or if I don't, like, but just because, like, that's a normal sibling thing. Yeah. Like, nothing, like, against Alicia or you, because you two are very close and very, yeah. you do get along very well. And I get along with my brother. It would be his cleanliness. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, you know, that if he had his own place, he would keep it very clean. I was like, he'd keep it very clean for two months, and that would go out the window so quick. Mm-hmm. And I, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to be the maid of a house that I pay for. No, mm-hmm. I'm not going to clean up your shit. I hate mm-hmm. cleaning up Joe's shit. Mm-hmm. Men. So speaking of men, previously mm-hmm. to this, go ahead and tell me your joy to Joe. This man. So we all know that Joe works 6 to 2.30. So he's uh-huh. out of that. He's up at 4.30. Mm-hmm. 4, 15, whatever mm-hmm. he, whenever he decides to get up, he's out of the house by 5. Yeah. Why did he call me at 6.45 in the morning? Absolutely not. I'm still sleeping. Mm-hmm. And tell me, I think my lunch is on the back of your car. <laughs> and? I said, what? He goes, I think my lunch is on the back of your car, so before you back out, just, like, look for it, <laughs> if it's there. He said, it's not in my truck, so... <sighs> Was okay. it on? Was it on the trunk of your car? It was. It was. What heck? You know what I don't understand. So I don't know. I don't know. Cause like, why didn't you put it on like the top of your yeah, car? The hood. Why did you turn around mm-hmm. and put it on my car mm-hmm. to get into? Mm-hmm. That's why you forgot it, dummy. And, and you said the trunk too, right? Like yeah, like the. So that's yeah. not even where his door's at. No. And he, who ate out that day? Joe. Because. Absolutely not. Not the crackhead. <laughs> Absolutely not. We have a neighborhood He's crackhead. got both hands on those steering things. I don't know where he lives, but he hangs out at the gas station right outside my neighborhood, and he drives through here. He does, he's like, on NASCAR. a car. He's on a riding tractor right now with he a trailer it. behind he li- it. He's living life. Tell mm-hmm. me tell me your ick, because that just icked me. I have several. Okay, love that. When people have their significant other in their Instagram bios. Ew. We are adults. We already, we're on your Instagram. We are full adults. Like, we're not. That's a high school we're thing. We're full, we're grown full adults. Full adults. Like, we're, like you said before, we're closer to 30. Mm-hmm. You don't need your significant other in your bio anymore. Mm-hmm. This bumper sticker that I saw at the gym that said, silly boys, trucks are for girls. <gasps> I hate that. Can I say, or like when I see hashtag not daddy's money, nobody cares. No. We are, again, we are almost 30. <laughs> I hope it's not daddy's money. I hope money. it's not daddy's money. So I, the way that but I just putting like, that on your car is telling ugh. me that it's daddy's the money. The way that I just went, ugh, when it said silly boys, trucks are for girls. I'm like, you have some sort of complex. Can I say truck girls give me the egg? Yeah. Well, no, because you want a full ass expedition. No, I want an Escalade. That. Different. So, no. You, That's you still have a complex. You still also have a but complex. truck girls are different. And you you know, I, I do, I you do, know I a stereotype of a truck girl is coming yes, to your mind right yes, now. Yes, it is. This man at a restaurant that me and my family went to recently, watching something on his phone. Ugh. Like, I mean, no headphones. Like, quite literally holding the phone at the table out loud. Okay, Joe. Watching something. Then he argued 
with his girlfriend, whoever she was, at the table while the phone was still propped up against his drinking glass. Show's, Not an iPad. Show's kid. still going. And he's arguing with her at the table. And she, once, she, once they're quiet again, he turns back to his show and he keeps watching it. Boo. Corny. Tomato, tomato, tomato. See, at least Joe, if he pulls up something on his phone like a show, it's mm-hmm. he puts it on mute. Like, he's not... Is he doing this out in public? Sometimes he does, and I, I don't care. I do. Ick. But he's not not paying attention to me. No. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. If I'm out with a man, and he starts watching something on his phone while we're care. sitting at a table together... Absolutely but it, not. Are you scrolling through your phone? No. No. Oh, but see, like, when he... If he's watching his phone, I'm just going to scroll through my phone. But then at some point, we will put him down. See, and I think one reason that's such an ick for me is because my ex used to do this. Yes, he would it's be a trigger. On, he would be on his phone while we're out in public. And I'm not. If we're out in public together, I'm not on my phone. You know, like, and it's the same thing, like, even when the three of us, like, me, you, and Joe are out together, I'm not sitting there on my phone scrolling. Mm -hmm. Now, if we're in the car driving somewhere, sure, whatever. Yeah. But once we're actually sitting down at a table. Oh, if I'm out, I'm not on my phone at all. But I feel the same way if I'm out to eat with my significant other. I can take 45 minutes to eat with them and not be on my phone. No, I I agree with that. But, like, I feel like the the five-minute scroll is fine, but. (laughs) Not for me. On dating, not specifically. When men repeatedly use the the prompt is I'll fall for you if, and then it's blank and you have to write what they like their their they write their answer so it's like I'll fall for you if and men repeatedly using the response as if you trip me what I'll fall for you if no and they're like you trip ill, me ill 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 because you're amount, not giving any effort the amount of men that I see use that it's like you're not funny you're not original this isn't clever. I'm not going to trip you because I'm not in kindergarten. Absolutely not. And then <laughs> speaking of toxic tings, this is just going to wrap up the icks. I had a man that I dated send me a TikTok with the word, like the voiceover was when your friends tell you that, like to stop going back to a toxic ex. And he said that to me. And I'm like, but you're the toxic one here. You're, I've talked about him on this podcast. It's Mr. Beach Boy. He sent that to me. You have a lot of audacity. And I'm like, you're the one that just keeps flip flopping. Because that same weekend, you flipped on back to my corner, and I said, absolutely not. No, he was hurt that he got rejected. Mm. So he tried giving it back to you. No, he sent me the TikTok before that. Uh Uh-uh. He sent me that TikTok, and a couple days later, tried to slide on back in there. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Disrespectful. (laughs) You're not going to disrespect me. I opened that TikTok. Goodbye. I left it. mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. I'm done. Toxic men. I'm so done. Toxic (laughs) Toxic tings. Toxic tings. Done. We are toxicity, but we we cut it right there. (laughs) But but also, if you're toxic to us, no. (laughs) Absolutely not. As Homeboy said to me previously to this episode, um, he knows that me and Melissa are not people that you want to make enemies with. Thank you. So don't be toxic back to us. Please. I do have a side of crazy. Ooh. Love that. I am crazy. I got a whole lot of love to give. Mess with that love, I'm crazy. I'm not, like, I'm ruin your life crazy. Yeah. I am not, uh, <laughs> slit, slit your tires. No, I'm going to ruin your life. Yeah. I want to ruin your life. I'm going to hurt you with my words. So to your, so to your Ooh, core. I can, so to I can core. cut you to your core mm-hmm. with what I say. Mm-hmm. You want to try it? Try me. Mm-hmm. And that's, you want to try it, try me. (laughs) And that is on being toxic. (laughs) And that is on being toxic. Love you guys. Bye, guys. Happy 4th of July. Yeah, be safe. Don't be that toxic. (laughs)